This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thank you so much for being with us on this still rather dark Saturday morning. A bit later on in the program, we're going to talk more about the report released yesterday by the seniors advocate. But that does have something to do with our next topic. And Mike Klassen, who is a columnist at the Vancouver Courier, has written about social isolation and the issues that come with it and what needs to be done or what we, we perhaps could do better when it comes to social isolation. And Mike joins us on the line. The this morning. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Jill. Good morning. Uh, what first prompted you to write about this and to talk about the issue of social uh, isolation? Well, it's interesting. Of course, uh, my day job is around uh, advocacy for seniors care, but I uh, so I encounter more and more stories. But I do have some personal experience uh, that uh, started to prompt um, me to start thinking about this more. And um, as the Subject to the, the phrase social isolation, to be honest, completely just kind of went over my head of all the things we have to concern ourselves about today. Uh, why social isolation? And then you start to see the face of it in, in small displays um, in, in your life, and you start to realize, my gosh, this is really uh, a potentially very huge uh, challenge that we're going to be facing as a society, is, uh, and it's already starting to happen. And why is it you think we're seeing so many people that uh, are so isolated? Um, I, I think there's um, a, a number of factors. I think that we've, uh, I think in a way it has to do with the way we've built our communities and built our cities. We've become um, pushed farther and farther out into uh, areas be par- partly because of housing affordability. Um, and so people are much more car dependent. And as a result, they're, you know, they're living in places where connections between people uh, are much more difficult. Uh, there's a, a, a great analogy I heard once about um, the fact that the, the d- garage door, door opener was the thing that was probably doing more to keep us separated from each other than anything else. People literally could go in and out of their home and never, ever talk to a neighbor. Um, and, and that, to me, is... Uh, one of the things that we really have to worry about is 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 as we as we lose community bonds um, as we get older, when we really do need that connection back to to community, um, it's not there for us. And as a result, um, you, when you become socially isolated and lonely, it just becomes very very difficult um, to just do basic things in life and. And and your and your mental health and your physical health uh, start to decay as a result. And we often think, I think, that the suburbs have more of a sense of community, which uh, which when you bring up the garage door, uh, kind of uh, flies in the face of that, because I, I think there is that thought process that the suburbs, the cul-de-sacs, and the quieter streets, uh, with this idea of children playing, perhaps, and people out uh, in the warmer days, are are more community based rather than say a high rise in downtown Vancouver, but. Uh, when you mention that, when you say that, if people are keeping to themselves, that that might not be the case. Um, there are uh, obviously institutions, there are churches, community groups, um, and other ways that people, little tribes, can form within communities. But um, it ha- this is a, f- a phenomenon that, um, from what I'm reading, is is not unique to either the urban or the the more suburban or rural settings. Uh, we what we are kind of faced with are people who are um, 
trapped in their own surroundings, unable to really make that connection. And um, as a result, when they really need help, um, uh, it, that's when we start to see them in emergency rooms. And that's when the cost of society really starts to get driven up. They talk about, um, uh, there's been an enormous amount of really fine research lately about dementia and the fact that we're seeing increasing rates of dementia. That, to me, is, that's the huge red flag. That's the canary in the coal mine. Because when you're seeing more uh, dementia, it means that people are not being as physically active. They're not using their minds as much. And they're not using their minds because they're not having conversations with family and, and, and friends. And, and, um, and that's where the real cost will start to, start to hit the health budgets of governments. And do you think it's happening? Is it because uh, people are getting older and is it mobility issues? Because there are places, as you mentioned, uh, and you could talk about community centers. I mean, there are places and ways for people to not be socially isolated, even if you don't don't have a huge network of family and friends. Uh, there are ways for people to be connected uh, in their communities. Uh, but is it more we're talking people that can't get out or perhaps don't have the ability to do that? Um. I, there's no sort of one-stop-fits-all uh, uh, kind of definition of what what is letting people to be uh, disconnected. But I mean, I um I use the example of uh, in my Vancouver Courier column this week of a um, a community barbecue that a number of volunteers in our neighborhood organized. I've been personally organizing these for years and and um, helped out a little bit with this one. And and as I went to uh, kind of meet with uh, neighbors and sort of talk to people and have my my hamburger and coleslaw. Um, I decided I was uh, going to head off, and as I was walking away, I saw a woman who I recognized from across the street because um, uh, she used to be the neighbor to my child's school, and um, she was sort of sitting there by herself and um, and eating her hamburger and not interacting at all with anybody from the community. And um, the the irony is not lost to me that. Here we had done um, this work to try and bring the community together, yet she did not feel like she could she could connect with people. So I actually spoke with her for a little bit, found out you know that her husband had passed away. She's living in a big house by herself, um, and uh, as I you know I mentioned about the real estate um, costs here, I do think that we're starting to see some um, anecdotally at least I'm hearing some some very predatory actions from adult children who really can't wait to get their hands on those millions. So they, you know, they push their, their parents into a home and, and, um, and don't really uh, care home and don't really have um, that connection with them. They get power of attorney. So there's, there's a lot of little dynamics that are playing into this right now. Um, there are some interesting solutions and ideas on how to, to, to do it, but it's, it's a, it's a bit of a, a menu that have been put forward by, groups like the National Seniors Council and what we need to do. Uh, and and it does, doesn't that show you, though, when you talk about that example of having the barbecue and there's still this woman who, but I mean, at least she came to the barbecue, but still uh, very much on her own. How do, you, how do you solve that in that you would think having the barbecue and bringing the community together would have been the first step? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think partly why I felt it was important to write this piece is is the first recommendation of groups like the National Seniors Council is to start talking about this. Recognizing the signs is is, is absolutely important as well. Um, I mean, I, uh, I ran for city council for uh, quite a few years ago now. It was about eight years ago in 2011. 
And um, I was knocking on doors, uh, as as can, political candidates do, and looking for things like sign locations. And um, and I remember being invited into the homes of um, usually um, you know, women who were living on their own, um, and they were quite clearly um, suffering from some level of, of uh, cognitive impairment, some dementia. And they would come in and, and welcome you into your home and, and sit you down and tell you about, you know, their husband in the 1950s. And it was really quite shocking to me. What really alarmed me is that, that you know, people who had bad intentions could be coming into homes and taking their money and taking their things. And it just, and you know, they because they have that dementia um, happening, they would, wouldn't know any better. So... We really do need to um, talk about this and then and, and address it with with more research and and um, and find ways that we can uh, knit our communities to be, uh, together in a more strong way um, here in the city and and out out in the suburbs. All right. Well, Mike, thank you for writing about this and for joining us this morning. It's an interesting topic. We're going to be discussing it a bit later on in the program. But thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Joe. Bye. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.